you're 21 or older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online. They ship directly to most states or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting into go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on then having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's a media podcast. This episode is brought to you by Seafoam Motor Treatment, a proud podcast sponsor of Meat Eater. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Stephen Ranella, Brody Henderson, Giannis Putellis, Hayden Samick, Randall Williams, Seth Morris, and Mackenzie Elmquist. Now, Mackenzie, this is your first time on the show, so tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. Yeah, it is. So I am the e-commerce merchandising manager. Um, This means that I manage our product catalogs across all of our brands, uh, building out product pages, supporting different campaigns with merchandising, and working alongside of the rest of the e-commerce team to build out a great user experience for our customers. And that means sometimes arguing with Steve before the mics were turned (laughs) on here. You guys uh, got into... Mackenzie just explained to listeners what she does in Meat Eater. Part of her job description as of a few minutes ago is arguing with Steve. Uh, you guys placed, what, a $5 bet? It started out at 100 Oh, 100 A couple Who years ago. Who confidence. suggested that number? I said 100 bucks, okay. but then I didn't want it to become tense. I won $1,000 <laughs> from Yanni in a bet once, and I forgave him. And then I won $1,000 from my sister-in-law and forgave her. Hmm. Are you going to forgive Mackenzie if you... Uh, no, that's win. why I like to keep him to the point where I can <laughs> yeah. feel free to nag someone. Okay. <laughs> We'll get the answer soon. If you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat for the stat of the week this week. We're looking at win percentage for competitors who have been on the show more than five times. Do you have any guesses? Uh, 
as to who is Dude, at the top of stuff to do stats. On. Who's at the top of our leaderboard? Uh, I bet you it's Clay because he's only been on like five times and okay. he's got three wins over mm-hmm. there. I'm gonna go with Brody still. Here we go. At the top of the leaderboard is Steve, yeah, who has won 39.5% of the games he's appeared in. That's followed by Clay and Randall at 37.5%, Brody at 35.7%, and Giannis at 24.2%. Dude, that's my favorite stat, man. You're only counting. And to say I was dogging on that stat a minute ago and now <laughs> how much I like it now. That's right. When I win today, it's going to jump I got right a stat for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Who won... Uh, uh, <laughs> I won one in my truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it came down to a, a tiebreaker between Brody and that's Randall. A, that's a fact. And you wouldn't have even that. needed the tiebreaker, right? Is that is that what you said? No, it was tied up. Okay. It was tied up between me, Randall, and Brody. Mm-hmm. And you asked what year did Mount St. Helens cook off. Mm-hmm. Brody said 81. Randall said something stupid. Yeah. I said, 19, <laughs> I said 1980, and I had it exactly right. So not only did I win, mm-hmm. my kid was there to witness it. Not only did I win, <laughs> but I like double, I guess double one uh-huh. because I got the tiebreaker exactly That's right. right. You yeah. got the communist victory. <laughs> got the commie, the commie little kid victory. Now, no other competitor has won more than 20% of the games they've appeared in. And this is our 0%er question of the week, which tests how much our players have retained from previous games. This question was from episode 359. The topic is conservation, and nobody got it right. The Algonquin Wolf got its new name in 2016. What was it known as before that? I wasn't here for this. So do you have a guess? The Algonquin Wolf. Got its new name in 2016. What was it known as before that? Some kind of a red wolf. Eastern wolf. Timber wolf. The correct answer was Eastern wolf, Brody. The incorrect answers given were timber wolf, Mexican wolf, red wolf, blue wolf, and Adirondack wolf. Eastern wolf. Brody, you were here for that. Yeah, I think I said red wolf that time. I'm surprised Hayden gets to come down here and play the way he's messing with that phone so much. I literally didn't touch it today. I, I catch him with that phone all the time, and then I was listening into my truck the other day, and he's still messing with the phone. Look, if my win yep. percentage were if my win percentage was higher to be like acknowledged in Spencer's mm-hmm. first stat, then I'd be right there with you. But I, clearly, I'm not cheating, or I'm just terrible at cheating. No, I think we could find someone that'd be m- much happier to be here than you. <laughs> he got, oh my God. No, he got in trouble. I'm, just, I'm very He happy got in trouble when I was listening. I, he got in trouble three times for messing with his phone. Well, <laughs> there was a very specific issue that had to be dealt with no, time. You were doing, you were, you were feigning that you were doing post lookups. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, I'm just doing some post question lookups. Well, I, I do get curious. Oh. <laughs> He's like he like he like gets on his phone to try to research ways that he could have been right. <laughs> now for the housekeeping portion today, I'm going to throw it to Giannis, who has some exciting details to share about a meat eater giveaway. Take it away, Yanni. This counts as housekeeping. That's right. For today, it does. Hmm. Just, just go with it. Well, uh, cleaning up the house, I'm here to tell you that there's a giveaway going on. It is a terrible segue, he, but... He just found a giveaway in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> a, hold on, what's that? Underneath Brody here, I see mm-hmm. a giveaway. Yep. Uh, all you have to do is go to themediator.com slash giveaway, and if you enter, you will be, you'll have a chance to win a $3,000 shopping spree on meter.com that includes anything and everything we sell and bonus this is almost cooler than the three thousand bucks 
I will get on a Zoom or Google Meet call, whatever kind of call you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm old school. I just like to call people sometimes and not look at them. <clears throat> yep. But uh, I will help you go through and pick out the best gear that you need. How will this the conversation best way to spend go? Your three thousand bucks. Say Mackenzie was our winner, and yes. you had to like ask her some questions, mm-hmm. um, figure out what she needs. How would that go? Yeah, Mackenzie, what do you plan on hunting this fall? This fall, probably yeah. some mule deer. Mule deer, okay. Yeah. Uh, you have. Uh, do you like to glass when you're hunting mule deer? Yeah, and a little bit of hiking around. A little bit of hiking a around. A little bit. A little bit of both. Okay. How's your optics package looking right now? It could use some improvement. See, there you go. Just like that, we're we're off and rolling. Tripods, uh, you know, glass, maybe some adapters. We'll see. Well done, Yanni. The winner gets three thousand dollar gift card. Virtual outfitting session with Yanni. You have until May 21st to sign up. All you have to do is enter your email address at themediator.com backslash giveaway. We also have another exciting announcement for today, but I'm going to save that for the end of the show. So stick around for those details. Now, the Shelby Index for today's round is a three. So our winner should get six correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I've never sat I'm, next to Brody. You know what? I Intimidating. As I know. <laughs> he always sits in that same little stupid <laughs> little spot. And I looked over there. <laughs> I've never sat in this Game on, I can suckers! Look at your phone. Get some <laughs> question yep. one. The topic is hunting, and this is our listener question of the week, which was won by Daryl Taylor for sending this great question. Oh, oh. Okay. What do you got? For, my glasses <laughs> off. for sending this great question, Daryl is going to get a book signed by Steve. Place these shotgun pellet sizes in order from smallest to biggest. Here they are. Number one, T, triple B, number seven and a half. Again, the topic is hunting. You need to place these shotgun pellet sizes in order from smallest to to biggest. So smallest first, biggest last. Here they are. Number one, T, triple B, number seven and a half. This is fun to watch the room. They're like doing a math problem here. Steve, are you going to get this one right? Yeah, I got it, but I don't think that's math. No, it's it's not math, uh, but it looks like, Steve, I used to be a mathlete, if you didn't know. Uh, where you'd go to mathlete <laughs> competitions. And this a is math what, what? A mathlete, Yanni. Oh. Say them again, Spencer. Number one. Is that the same season as Latin Club? Triple B, number seven and a half. What's that? Is that the same season as Latin Club? Oh, or I don't know. Those spring I don't remember. But it looked like uh, when everyone's writing in their whiteboards, this looks like a mathlete competition. How you doing over there, Brody? Again, smallest to biggest. My daughter and I were playing some kind of a wordle, but math this morning, and she said, "Yeah, for all of us math nerds." You know, I was very happy to hear her describe herself that way. Oh, very good. Yeah, Brody, well, are you ready? See you in another two years if she still likes math. I don't know. Why are you asking me? Well, you're one of the only ones who's left writing. Hayden, are you ready? Because <laughs> if Brody ain't happy, ain't nobody <laughs> happy. <laughs> Hayden, how we doing? The pressure's not helping. Come on. Come on, Hayden. All right. Smallest to biggest. Do you have a change of heart, Randall? Come on, man. It's like, how much oh. time do you need to give him? <laughs> well, I, I, I wrote a biggest to smallest. Mm. Well, that'd Is be everybody wrong. ready? That'd be wrong. 
Hayden. Sorry, 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 sorry. Smallest to biggest. Lots. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying seven and a half. Triple B T. You're missing one in there. What? See, that's why I took I my heard, time, man. I only heard three. I only heard three. You said three. No, he no. said he, he, the way that he was phrasing yeah, it was kind of confusing. One. He was saying number, number one, one, so one oh. shot. Oh. Oh. What? I did not See, that. this is why I took my time. Well, how many people made that mistake? I did. I did, I did. Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hide your board. <laughs> he did. Do you no, want no, 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 no. Do you want to rewrite them here? No, everybody got well, it wrong. Well, no, because I don't have four answers. I only have three. I, only so have I three. think you better just go with if you got it in the correct order okay. for what you this got. This is what we'll do then. <laughs> so what? one of the choices hey, was he one shot. He misheard it too. So the only one who did it correct was uh, Hayden. taking his here, time. Here we go. It's so funny that while he's talking about how smart he is, he's like <laughs> delivering a question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did that? Yeah, you're like, oh, I was a math dude. <laughs> Steve <laughs> saying seven and a half, triple B, T. Seth saying seven and a half, triple B, T. Hayden saying seven and a half, T. He's wrong anyway. Triple B, Well, at one. least I have the whole answer. Brody saying seven and a half, <laughs> triple B, T. Giannis saying seven and a half, triple B, T. Mackenzie saying seven and a half, triple B, T. Randall saying seven and a half, triple B, T. The correct answer is seven and a half, one, triple B, T. Well, I'm making a call on that one. <laughs> Either we all have it wrong. Oh, no, every, everyone got it right except, except Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you put an extra one in there, Hayden? I'm the only no, he, person no, with I was, a complete answer. No, but, I was pulling the T out. Even with the T out, he still loses. Well, that's okay. <laughs> as long as it's like a net neutral, I'm happy. And I think the room, had they had one shot in there, uh, would have placed it in the right spot. Oh, yeah. Agree? Okay. 100%. Everyone, yes. everyone but Hayden. <laughs> Sorry, Hayden. <laughs> That's bullshit. Man. Why would you think that it would go, why would you think it would leave the number system and then come back to it? Uh, well, <laughs> like they're like, seven, six, I, five, four, three, two. Triple T. He's going to look something up. <laughs> One. He's going to look something up, which, which will explain his logic. Yeah, he's going he's to Google search ways in which. Seven and a half <laughs> is about. The truth about, about pellet size. Seven and a half is about .095 inches in diameter. The next smallest from that list is number one at .16 inches, triple B at 0.19 inches, and T at 0.2 inches. If you want more on that subject, then go read Stephen Rinella's 2018 article on TheMeatEater.com called Shotgun Shells and Shot Size, Everything You Need to Know. Uh, I almost want to retell my story about when a guy threatened me with a 50-gauge shotgun, <laughs> not realizing that it was the inverse correlation, but go ahead. Question two, the topic is cooking. This state, famous for vinegary barbecue, has two competing styles, which are referred to as Eastern style and Lexington style. This state, famous for vinegary barbecue, has two competing styles, which are referred to as Eastern style and Lexington style. Quick answers from a lot of the room. Steve's still thinking. Randall, do you have this one right? I'm not sure. Giannis with the quickest answer. Yanni, you have this one? I feel like I do. Okay, again, the two styles are Eastern and Lexington. 
Brody, you just writing out your options over there, and then you're going mm-hmm. to pick one. Can I see a? Is there a U.S. map I can take a quick yeah, peek no, at? Yeah, that's what I want to look at. Because there's like a thing. I'm trying to think of this state famous for <laughs> vinegary barbecue has two competing styles, which are referred to as Eastern style and Lexington style. Brody, we are waiting on you. Are you ready? No. <laughs> All right. Go ahead oh, and reveal good. your answers. We have Steve saying Tennessee, Seth saying South Carolina, Hayden saying South Carolina, Brody, Brody saying it. Kentucky, Giannis saying North Carolina, Mackenzie saying South Carolina, Randall saying North Carolina. We have a correct answer in the room. It's North Carolina. Knew it. God, Both I barbecue sauces heavily feature vinegar, with the main <clears throat> difference being that Lexington uses tomatoes God. while Eastern does not. Some other distinctions are that Eastern often cooks the whole pig while Lexington focuses on pork shoulders, and Eastern barbecue is usually topped with a mayo-based coleslaw while Lexington uses a barbecue sauce based red slaw. Well, Yanni married into a North Carolina family. He's so it's right like, in his wheelhouse. So did I. It's not like he like knew it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we served uh both styles um of that barbecue at our wedding. Uh, so did you know it, know it like you knew it? He wrote it instantly. Yeah. Which I should have taken as a clue. Mm. <laughs> if Yanni knows it, it must be related to him having married someone. <laughs> Question three, the topic is gear. Merriam-Webster defines this three-letter word as, quote, a pronged spear for catching fish and amphibians. Again, the topic is gear. Merriam-Webster defines this three-letter word as, quote, Got a pronged this spear for catching fish and amphibians. Quick answers from most of the room. Seth and Mackenzie, a little behind. Seems like everyone else is very confident. Seth, are you going to get this one right? I don't know. I think. If anybody from Michigan <laughs> DNR is listening, uh, you guys <laughs> need to change your rules. Shush. Shush. What, shush that's shush. gonna give away something? <laughs> Could. Come on. Just come on. Mackenzie, how we doing? Three letter word is really throwing me off. Oh, did you say that? Mm-hmm. I did. Oh shit, you pretty much gave the answer away. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> you said that? I said that. The hell did you say it's that a little for? too much information. Yeah. Well, now I feel yeah. really TMI. Some, somebody is Spencer. not going to get it right. Yeah. Well, I'm, now I've got like a zero percent chance. Mackenzie, I'm just writing something. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve, Seth, oh, Hayden, damn. Brody, Giannis, all saying gig. Giannis, or excuse me, Mackenzie saying Rod, Randall saying <laughs> gig. They got it. The correct answer is gig. Although most associate gigging with bullfrogs, it's done with suckers and flounders as well. A fish gig is about 8 to 14 feet long, while a frog gig is about 5 to 8 feet long. If you want to learn how to do it, then go to TheMeatEater.com and read Kubi Brown's article called How to Gig for Frogs. Or I I agree with you, Giannis. Michigan's prohibition on using artificial lights while gigging frogs... I don't know where it came from, but I bet you no one can remember the rationale. And it whatever the rationale was isn't relevant anymore. And it's it's just frankly a dumb law. Do you Extreme. think a lot of frog gigging goes down in Michigan? 
lot more wood if you could use lights. Well, but when we were, it was a shock to us when we learned that you couldn't. I mean, like, <laughs> like the last thing my dad would ever have read was the fishing regs. And like, when I was a little kid, we definitely did not. And then one day someone's like, do you know, you can't do that. We're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I bet you there's very little gigging that actually goes on because people probably do read the regs and they just go out and catch them at night by hand or net, which is what we help, I know, what we do now. But I don't like, it's, if you're a frog in Michigan, the <laughs> odds you have of being killed by a human being, I bet you more get struck by lightning <laughs> than killed by humans. What mm. is gigging? Spearing. A little spear. Bar- like a it looks gig like is a, a pitchfork. Okay. A little mini pitchfork with barbs. And you just, how long is it? Long. Five, five to eight, eight feet so just long like for frogs, eight to 14. Yeah, yeah you no don't fish. throw it. You don't throw it. You, you can learn on. how to make your own in the new book that's coming out. And listen, wow. those things work unbelievably well. Yeah, the homemade jobs. Yeah. yeah. You can learn how to make that. Just with a stick. For your kids, catch crayfish. And some tools. You don't need anything. No metal. So you like skewer the stick out at the end? Yep. Hmm. Question four. The topic is hunting. What was the name of the lion that was killed by a Minnesota dentist in 2015? <sighs> Steve, with a quick, confident answer again, what was the name of the lion that was killed by a Minnesota dentist in 2015? I would like to bet if you asked the name of the dentist. That's what I was just thinking. You think you would get that right? No. I would have missed okay. it. I would have liked it if you said, what occupation? I considered that wording. And I would have had it. Went with this instead. It's Walter something, isn't it? Walter Palmer. I know where he was from. Wasn't he from Minnesota? That was in the question. The Minnesota <laughs> dentist in 2015. It's weird that I get them all right. Do you want to guess what year he killed the lion to? <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cecil, Cecil, Cecil. <laughs> Uh, Mackenzie saying Rory, Randall That's saying funny. Cecil. <laughs> Cecil is the correct answer. Cecil was 13 years old when he was killed by Walter Palmer in Zimbabwe. Can you not give the year? It's like, come on. According to age. Vox, the hunter shot the lion this with a crossbow. was two years old when he was killed by Spencer. Then finished him <laughs> off 40 hours later with a rifle. Although the hunt was legal, Palmer said he regretted killing the lion because of public outcry. Yeah, Question he didn't five. regret it before that. No. He didn't regret it until after it he got yelled at. That is, <laughs> come on. Question. Why do you not think that's relevant? Because it's like, it's like every, so every time you, are you, uh, that buck was uh, three years old. I, 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 I enjoy that of, context. Yes, I think like that's Like, uh, is the info. intent that the older the lion is, the worse, the worse the offense was? Oh, I don't know what an old lion would be. It was just uh, his parents names. one of the details. <laughs> Question five. The topic is public lands. This next great question comes to us via Richard Field. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Biscayne National Park, which is located off the coast of this state, is 95% water. Biscayne National Park, which is located off the coast of this state, is 95% water. Looks like the room will do well on this one again. Is everybody ready? Oh, I'm starting to question my... Go ahead do and it. Question it. Question it. <laughs> Steve, with the changing of the answer, go ahead.
Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have oh. Steve saying Louisiana. Seth saying Louisiana. <laughs> Hayden saying Maryland. It's Florida. Brody saying Florida. Giannis saying Florida. Mackenzie saying Texas. Randall saying Florida. The correct answer is Florida. Damn. <sighs> Son of a bitch. You saw me writing it. <laughs> Everybody had an answer. Your board was down. Did you have it written before Louisiana? No, but see how I started to write uh, it? Doesn't Louisiana. work, though. Biscayne oh. National Park is located about 20 miles south of Miami. About 160,000 of the park's 170,000 acres are underwater. The terrestrial portion of the park is mostly islands made up of coral, sand, and mangrove forest. Biscayne is home to the Simapore prickly pear cactus, which some say is the rarest plant in the United States. Phil, we are halfway through our game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. I think it's close at the top. It is indeed. Uh, Mackenzie is in last place with one point. Hayden's coming up next with two. Which isn't a lot of points, which is weird because he hasn't picked up his phone at all <laughs> during this game. I don't know if those are related. Could be a, just That'd a, be good a coincidence. The future. Extreme, oh my god! <laughs> extremely disinterested in this whole process. I'm, I'm very interested, man. Steve and Seth have three points apiece. Brody has four, and tied up in first place are Giannis and Randall with five points. Oh my god! Perfect game. Perfect Come on, game. man. So you guys gave him the point for the, for the question that nobody completely answered. Yes, we did that. That was my my mistake. I uh, should have said one shot instead of number one or put it somewhere else. I'll take responsibility on that one. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? And you probably got rain gear, but you shouldn't overlook sunny day gear. Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite Hoodie has you covered on the sunniest day. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on and having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to, especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection? We're talking UPF 50 and it has airflow. So you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head on over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all of their performance fishing gear. Man, I just got a new truck. Before I even drove my new truck anywhere, I wasn't going to drive it anywhere until I put a deck system in it. That's, how, that's what a believer I am in decked. I always thought they were a great deal, but now they're even better because they have redesigned their drawer system in storage cases from the ground up. It's like, I didn't know there was a problem with them. I don't know. They seem great to me. It's just an improvement on perfection. The new system made in the USA gives you 10 to 30% bigger drawers to fit more gear. It's lockable and secure, right? Weatherproof storage for all your gear. You build it right into your truck bed. You still have a truck bed. You can put stuff on. The top deck of the new system has eight D-ring tie-downs integrated into the steel. So you have really burly anchor points to hook stuff down on your bed. So you got to slam on the brakes or take off real fast. Nothing shifts. And like I said, they're, they're D-rings that lay real flat. Like you still slide stuff right across the deck. It doesn't catch on the D-rings. The D-rings are built in. The drawer system fits any truck or van on the road in the USA from the last 20-plus years. Decked is a game-changer. 
there's no more like leaving stuff at home that you wish you had with you. The stuff I want in my truck is in my truck out of the way and secure. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Hey man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Question six. The topic you guys is five. wildlife. This next great question comes to us via Kevin Dunphy. If you have a question you think is right for, for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. America's sixth president, who was born in Massachusetts, once kept a pet alligator in the White House. America's sixth president, who was born in Massachusetts, once kept a pet alligator in the White House. Steve, Randall's quick gonna, Yeah, answer. but Randall's going to get it. <laughs> if he doesn't get it, Randall, something's wrong with our educational system. In you, this you have like three degrees in history, is that right? That's correct. Okay, so you're 100% <laughs> chance you get this one right? No, not at all. Oh, really? It's kind of in his sweet spot a little mm. bit too, you know? Mm-hmm. Big oh, president's he, guy. He likes alligators. I wish I would have cheated before you put your board down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, kind so. of a chance. I wish I also remembered that By song By number five or six, us. he kind of stopped paying attention to who was president, you know? And then this whole gray <laughs> Oh, area. you get into a long area yeah. where you're like, that, that was, he was a president? <laughs> Again, America's sixth president. Right when they started all having big mutton chops, <laughs> they just like they like no no one remembers them. He once kept a pet alligator in the White House. Yanni, what are your odds on this one? Extremely low. Okay. Does everybody have an answer? I could be in the totally wrong time period. There's no way I'm right either, don't worry. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying, what does that say? It got Oh, Jackson. Jackson. It got crossed out a little bit. Hayden saying Jackson. Brody saying JQ Adams. Giannis saying Cleveland. Mackenzie saying Grant. Randall saying John Quincy Adams. The correct answer is John Quincy Adams. Oh, sweet. Brody <laughs> really? gets it right. Adams received the gator as a gift from a French revolutionary hero. Lafayette was just re-gifting the gator that he received as a president after the war. (laughs) Adams liked the gator and kept it in a White House bathroom for a few months before it moved to a more permanent home. Yeah, because Jackson, he wasn't until like the early, like well into the 1800s, like 18... 1830, 1832... 
Question seven. <laughs> the topic is hunting. That was a bone for Randall, I think. Yeah. What hunting family started the DeerCast smartphone app in 2018? Again, the topic is hunting. What hunting family started the DeerCast smartphone app in 2018? Yanni, you got this one right? Yes, sir. Do you have the app? Yes, sir. You do? Okay. Well, it's still what do you on read my. It? It's, I was actually. I almost deleted it this morning because mm-hmm. I, I saw it and what? I, I haven't this been. This morning? I haven't been. Yeah, because I was. I don't know. I was. You know what I was doing? I was putting apps in folders. Ah. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways, uh, I, I, I'm not currently paying for it. Okay. I'm someone that's just going to pay for one month mm-hmm. of it in November. Just, <laughs> just so there's something to get me more fired up, you know? What a but. coincidence for Yanni. Steve, are you going to get this one right? Uh, 50-50. Again, what hunting family started the DeerCast smartphone app in 2018? Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Drury's, Seth saying Busby's, Hayden saying Drury, Brody saying Drury, Giannis saying Drury, Mackenzie saying Shockey, Randall saying Primos. I wouldn't think of that. I wouldn't call that a family. The correct answer is the Drury's. What, Primos? It's just one gentleman. Yeah. Is that a family? I'm well, sure, I'm sure they Will have. has a family. <laughs> 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 the app is advertised. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. The app is advertised as the equivalent of having Mark and Terry Drury in your back pocket. DeerCast is supposed to help predict whitetail movement by using weather and moon data. The app has 3.9 stars via 1,500 reviews in the Apple Store. Steve, you should release an app where people could just hit the button and you'd whisper yell at them. <laughs> when they're lining up on a deer. Oh, yeah. You just turn it on. When, even when you're by yourself. Yep. What's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> I'm with Steve. What's taking so long? What are you doing? Question what eight. Doing? The topic is woodsmanship. And then it heats up. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Name one of the five states that have an average wind speed over 20 miles per hour. Again, the topic is woodsmanship. Name one of the five states that have an average wind speed over 20 miles per hour. Seth, you have this one right? Quick answer. Is this anywhere in the state or just like overall? I can't tell you how they gathered this data specifically. I think I got. I don't think they took it from just like uh, the the capital of the place. Again, name one of the five states in the park a lot that have an average wind speed over 20 miles per hour. Is this year round just during one season? Again, I can't, I I don't know the specifics of the gathering of data for this study. I hate that much. It's probably the overall average of all the weather stations. There we go, Seth. In the state. That's good. Mm. And they take them at like the point just for that. 10 meters in the air or something like that is where they measure the, the weather. Something like that. I think our closest one here is in Belgrade at the airport. Yanni, how we doing? Need one of the five that, states. You got a one in ten, Yanni. Yeah, you guys ready? I'm ready. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Wyoming, Seth saying Kansas, Hayden saying North Dakota, Brody saying Wyoming, Giannis saying South Dakota, Mackenzie saying Florida. Randall saying Wyoming. All the heavy hitters got Wyoming. Mm-hmm. The five wow, states formerly are... A heavy, he, formerly a heavy hitter for me. The five states are South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, and Colorado. Oh, 
You know why You're it's so windy me- in Wyoming, Spencer? Uh, is it because Montana sucks and Colorado no. blows? <laughs> you got the wrong states. <laughs> wrong states. You're telling me with all what, the hurricanes. Nebraska windy? sucks in Idaho. <laughs> Florida doesn't oh, okay. have at least 20 miles per hour. Not in Florida. That's a good idea, though, to factor fact in the hurricanes. Right? But those, they have like upwards of like 160 miles per hour at certain times of the year. South You're Dakota is it? the windiest state in America <laughs> with an average wind speed of 21.3 miles per hour. That's followed by Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, and Colorado. Rounding out the top 10 are Maryland, Virginia, Missouri, Kansas, and North Dakota. The five least windy states are Delaware, California, Louisiana, Connecticut, and Hawaii. Yeah, I got a little something hmm. for you. What do you got? The highest wind speed ever recorded on Earth. It was just what in New Hampshire? Yeah, Mount like Washington, a, New Hampshire. A few months Deadliest ago. mountain in the in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. people go up there in their like shorty pants and stuff. Mm. When it's all nice out, then all, it just gets such volatile weather that they get people are always dying of exposure. Yeah, from being ill prepared. The video of that wind coming through during that blizzard—it's like CGI. You're like, that can't be real life when you watch it. It's crazy. What's the elevation? I've been up there. It's not that high. Three or four. It's not that high. Oh, wow. Think. But it's like, if you, you there's all these little diagrams to show why it gets such hellacious winds. Hmm. You can Phil, drive to the top. We have two questions left. I think we might have a perfect game still going. Who? Where do we no, stand? No. no. He lost it. No. We got, a, we, we got a perfect tie going, man. <laughs> okay. Mackenzie, Seth, and Hayden are out. Damn it. Steve, you're basically out. You've got five points. <laughs> Because in first place are Randall, Giannis, and Brody tied up with seven points. Oh, wow. Yanni caught up with them? Wow. Caught up? Yanni and I were tied <laughs> at five. Brody caught up. Oh. Brody caught up. Pay attention. Question nine. The Yanni topic said he was is here to win. Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just making small talk. This just next made... great question <laughs> comes to us via Parker Schultz. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. According to the Great Lakes Stewardship Initiative, this Great Lake is the shallowest and warmest. Again, according to the Great Lakes Stewardship Initiative, this Great Lake is the shallowest and warmest. Steve, you have this one right? Oh, yeah, buddy. Quite confident. You would need Brody, Giannis, and Randall to slip up here. Two times, right. Two times, Two times in a row. Two times in a row. I've seen stranger things happen. <laughs> Yanni, you have this one right? I think so. Brody? Yes. Randall? I don't know. Okay. So I'm, these guys all got to get it wrong? Yes. And you need to get it right. Does everybody have an answer? Hold Is on. That, I'm, changing. I'm changing. I'm changing. Okay. I'm changing. Yeah. Oh. I'm changing. I'm changing. Can we l- find a different pathway for victory for me? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Giannis is leaking confidence over there. <laughs> I want to go back to that deal where you can win on the overtime. The communist method. <laughs> Hayden, are you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have oh. Steve saying Erie. Seth saying Huron. Hayden saying Erie. Brody saying Erie. Giannis saying Michigan. Mackenzie saying Erie. Randall saying Ontario. Wow, those you three guys have, really spread it out. Everything except Superior answers. was named. The correct answer is Lake Erie. Yes. Man, Brody, Brody got it right. The average depth of Lake Erie is just 62 feet deep. And in the lake's western basin, the average depth is less than 30 feet deep. In contrast, Lake Superior's average depth is 483 feet deep, which is 270 feet greater than Erie's deepest point. 
Big Lake has said never gives up her dead one. Did you Phil? see who, uh, <laughs> did, did Gordon Lightfoot recently die? Last did week. I see Dude, that? I yeah, spent, yeah. I spent, yeah. yeah. You already hit that? I talked about this for 30 minutes. Wow, I wasn't here. 30 minutes? It was a while. Easily. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where those bodies are lying, it was at 500 feet of water. And you couldn't reach that at the time, but people have now, or some guys in the 90s made it down there, and the bodies are still identifiable. So the water's so cold. Wow. 33 degrees, yeah. zero current, zero light, zero life. They're just going to leave them there. They're not capable of bringing them up or they don't want to. They, one thing they did do is they took the bell off and you know, like the church bell chime till it rang 29 times for each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. They took the bell off and put a new bell there with all 29 names on it. Oh. And, um, we were saying on the show that they need to go down and scratch Gordon Lightfoot's name into it now, like an honorary <laughs> name. Yep. Phil, we have one question left. Where do we stand? We stand with Randall and Giannis having seven points. And in first place is Brody Henderson with a comeback. He's got eight points. I'm not doing bad. Six. <laughs> Steve has six. <laughs> question 10. The topic is conservation. What conservation organization's mission statement is, quote, to promote the conservation and management of wildlife, especially big game and its habitat? Again, what conservation organization's mission statement is, quote, to promote the conservation and management of wildlife, especially big game and its habitat. We would need Brody to get this wrong and Yanni and or Randall to get it right to go to a tiebreaker. What conservation organization's well, I'm mission tighten, statement... I'm tightening her up, though, you know. Is quite, I don't have a path to victory, but... <laughs> Tighten her up. To promote the conservation and management of wildlife, especially big game and its habitat. Steve, you got a quick answer. Mm -hmm. Do you think you have it right? I do. Was it so quick because you're out of the running and the pressure is low? Would you be thinking about it harder if you were still in the game? I'd be thinking about it harder, but I don't know what I could really do differently. Okay. Are you going to get this one right, Brody? I'm confident. Not Giannis? positive. Good, good, good guess. Randall? I feel pretty good. Everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Boone and Crockett. No. Seth saying National Wildlife Foundation. Hayden saying BHA. What? Brody I saying know, Boone and Crockett. Giannis saying Dallas Safari Club. Mackenzie saying Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. You don't even say something about elk. Randall. I just couldn't think of something else that was big game. Randall saying Boone and Crockett Club. Sorry, right, I had fishing in mind, so. The correct answer... <laughs> Is Boone and Crockett Club God, making really? Brody a runaway God. winner? Oh, yeah, but I mean, I really tightened her up in the <laughs> end. Nine correct answers. I mean, this story's more about, <laughs> it's really more about my, uh. Near comeback? My comeback. <laughs> By your, uh, your third place tie that you, uh, made there. Or would you like to give the money, Steve? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brody, nine answers. Well done. Kind of whooped the room. Yeah, what'd you get wrong, Brody? Triple. I scratched out North Carolina and wrote Kentucky. Oh, almost had the perfect game. Oh, and Lexington he, threw he you off. Married into yeah. uh, a North Carolina family. Yep. But it's so weird. As much as he wins, that I still win more than him. Well, not anymore. Relative. <laughs> oh, you might. I, be right I think I might bring I it up. One victory makes a close. big difference when you're talking like a sample size of forty or fifty. 
Brody, where is the $500 donation for Meat Eater going? Um, there's a group down in Wyoming called the Winter Range Foundation that uh, does a lot of work on antelope and mule deer habitat. And uh, they're dealing with a big winter die-off right now, so send it to them. Yeah, and it seems like we still don't know maybe the consequences of that. Uh, I think they haven't even released Wyoming's like, their, cut a lot of tags. their antelope tag numbers, what they'll yeah. be yet, but it's going to be down. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Brody. Now, Great game, Brody. You want it fair and square, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. was hot that. on your heels, buddy. <laughs> you going to stick around for the next one? No. Now, here's the big announcement that I teased earlier. Phil, can you give us a drum roll, please? Do you have one over there? Ready? Meat Eater Trivia, the board game is done. It's finished. Yay! We wrapped it up. Woo! Thank you. It's a real thing. It didn't seem real about a year ago, uh, but everything is finished. We've turned it in to the uh, board game factory publisher equivalent. And they How have I still not out. seen the artwork? It was sent to you. I've seen the email <laughs> where it was sent to you. No, it never was. Okay. We will find it after this. We have multiple bets now happening with Steve <laughs> <laughs> about, about things in the Meat Eater store. Does I the wish- artwork look good? It looks great. Yeah, very, I know it would. very happy. Now I am stoked to report that after months of hard work, we have wrapped up Meat Eater Trivia, the board game. So much went into this, from the design of the game to the questions to the artwork. Uh, we wanted to make it feel very Meat Eater and give listeners a chance to bring the game show from our studio to their living room. And I think we accomplished just that. And we kicked around for a long time whether it should have a board, but we thought people were going to use it more, like out messing around. Mm-hmm. We're bringing it in your car, bringing it camping, hunting right. camp, and you weren't going to want to set up some board. And then you do that, like you're playing Monopoly with your kids, and then you go to eat, and you realize where you're supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. So you got the Monopoly board out there. It's you very, don't have to worry about that. Very compact. We even have a tin carrying case that comes with it that can carry a small amount of cards if you wanted to take it with you into the backcountry, on the boat, uh, wherever. This is meant to go with you into the field to be played. Now, the board game will be available this fall, so put it at the top of your Christmas list and keep it there until the holidays. I can't give a ton of specifics right now, but promise to have more details soon about Meat Eater Trivia, the only board game where conservation always wins. Didn't we kind of start this show just to make a board game? No. <laughs> but uh, the idea was hot on the It came the up tail. quickly. That's yeah. right. So we, I came in here the first day to play uh, Meat Eater Trivia on the podcast, and Steve says... Uh, now, what are we doing? What's this thing Corinne was talking about? And I was like, I want to play trivia with you guys. We've got some questions written from our four verticals. And you're like, what's, what's a question? Give me an example. So I gave you a question that wasn't from the game. And then uh, your first thing you said is, we should turn this into a board game. Hmm. So that's what we did. Coming out right this fall. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only board game and game show where conservation always It's wins. not prohibitively expensive. <laughs> We'll get into the details of that later. Yes. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. 
And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting in to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on and having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.